fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to The Fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. I'm Lenny Marcus. And I'm Leslie Jones. And this is the podcast where the mission is to keep it 100 at all times. We talk about the fuckery going on in the world and in our lives, all while having a whole lot of fun doing it in the studio today. Special studio today. Yes. We have the showrunner, producers, and writers of The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Yes. Leslie and I were so impressed with our time there. We had to do this and bring them on. And of course, we have the fuckery of the week. But first, what the fuck is up, Leslie? Leslie! Big story this week was we were up for the Ambies. We did not win. But Judith, we sent Judith to the Ambie Awards, right? Yes. yes was it fun, Judith? It was fun. I'm glad I got dressed up and did the whole Wait thing. Wait a second. That's not what you said. You said you were no, not glad I you got dressed up. No, I'm glad I got dressed up. I don't like doing that stuff because oh. it takes so much to get ready for it. You have to get the dress. You got to get your makeup done. You got to get your hair done. It's just so much goes into getting ready for those formal events like that. That's the only thing that I, I don't like, but I'm glad I went so that I could see, you know, our big podcast on the screen and it's really? named with all these other podcasts. And it was dope. Yeah, it was That's good. Fun. So did, um, did like, like did people like, like recognize you, not recognize you, but you know what I'm saying. Like, was people like, "Oh, Ooh, the fuck are you? Who the fuck are yeah. you?" <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Wow. <laughs> wow. No. That's I did the. I did crazy. the like. She could have lied. It was fun. No, I, but you guys are the stars. Like, if y'all had come, then it would have been like, mm. oh, you know, flashing lights and all that stuff. So. Flashing lights. Flashing lights. Yeah. So, but Lenny said, Lenny said when our thing came up, though, a lot of people cheered yeah, us. Yeah, they cheered. Yeah, us. they did. They did. Nice. They I think did that's cheer. True. So that was dope. That was dope. Yeah. So, and Larry Wilmore hosted it. Um, they were really good. Like, they kept that train moving. It was only, I think, like an hour. A, yeah, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, I mean, maybe. they kept a, it moving. It's a podcast. Come on, would you? Podcast awards. It was a lot of names. But yeah, they it's kept the Oscars. It People got dressed here. up. They're giving speeches. But I, well, did you mm -hmm. have a picture of how you look? Did you bring a picture? Oh, I didn't bring it, but I'll share it with you guys, and we can yeah, share it online so I can too. See yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm gonna see. Well, we're glad you went. I'm glad you went. Yes, I'm glad you had fun. a good time. Meanwhile, while yeah, you were yeah. doing that, we were on tour. Woo! The tour is kicked off. Richmond, Virginia. And, and Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. They were fun. They were fun. Yo, I actually, like, first of all, when you go on the road with Lenny, Lenny ass, Lenny is like true nerd. <laughs> so he's like the best to have on the road because you, <laughs> like, you're going to know about everything in the city we're going to. So he's like, this is literally what he said. We go and get some food. Yeah. And then he goes, let's walk the block. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Well, wait. This motherfucker think he in New York, but I was like, this block is way longer than fucking New York, Lenny. It's this not is, long. We it's didn't even. Shorter. We didn't even. We didn't even make it around the block because we stopped at this store. Thank you, Jesus, because that would have been so uncomfortable. Lenny walks so fast. <laughs> he walks so <laughs> fucking fast. He walks like he's in a car, and you're like, what the fuck are you rushing to, you son of a nerd? Like, what the fuck? Right? Uh, what is the so, problem? So, pick so, up the pace, lady. Pick up the pace. I got on fucking Air Force. Air. These motherfuckers ain't made for really walking. They made for looking good. Uh, next time, bring your roller skates. You can I, keep I, up. Something. That's what I'm going to have to start doing because I'm tall as you and you fucking walk so fast. Last night, he was walking with me home and I was like, he was. we got the 86. He was like, I'm going to walk you the rest. I was like, in my head, I was like, no. nah. All right. <laughs> 
fuck? You walk too fucking fast. I want to I wanna cascade home and listen to music. Your ass is in I'm that sorry. I, you New know, York I rush. He's in, with his hands behind his back. When he puts his hands behind his back, it's like, oh, this motherfucker is about to win a race. <laughs> anyway, so we stopped, we stopped at this record store. With, I don't walk like that. What is the matter with you? You walk with your hands behind your back, and then you like, and then you're doing that that Jewish complaining. Then ah, these fucking streets. I'm telling you, the fucking New York. They don't fucking that that. I don't remember this at all yesterday. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So we went to a, a record store. We went to a record store. So you could thank catch your breath. Jesus. Apparently, yes. Thank you, Father <laughs> God. All I was thinking was, thank you, God. This tour is over. <laughs> We Fuck went. We went literally this. one city block. If anybody we, in New York, man, yep. we've seen enough at that. That city is one city fucking block. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you got the highlight. So we go into we go into uh, this record store, which was awesome. Vinyl and, conflict. Yeah. And I, how many albums I picked? I don't at know, least about twenty 30, albums. Yeah. About twenty, 20 like, albums I picked out because, and I would have, man, if I would have had a day, yeah. I would have been in there a couple of hours because they had some. Hits. I got some good shit too, man. I got some good shit. I got. Wait, I think I got a what? I think I got a James Brown album. You got a lot I of think, stuff. A lot of R and B. Yeah, man. A lot of hip. Some hip hop. Some hip hop. Oh, I got the Run DMC album. The one where they have the caps. And the run DM, like, I think yeah, it's the first, the King of the Rock, King yeah. of Rock. Oh, my God. Somebody, my friend who's a big music guy, texts me, he's like, that's a good album. It's a fuck, it's the best, it's yeah. one of their best albums. The one where they just really just showed that they was run D fucking MC. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, um, um, so we went there, and then... What happened? We, then we went to get, we got sandwich at Secret Sandwich which Society. Which Secret Sandwich? The secret is is that your sandwiches is not part of the society. <laughs> and you know what? You forgot my fucking key lime pie. We came back and we got our key lime pie because I was like, they're gonna, night they're after gonna, the yeah, gig. Oh no, I'm gonna get my fucking pie. If I bought pie. You're going to give me pie. So especially key lime. Don't be trying to hold out on my motherfucking key lime. So <laughs> Lenny and Lenny didn't want to go back. I was like, Lenny, we're getting my fucking pie. It was like nine hours I later. I don't give a Things fuck. about to close. And oh, I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to give us pie. Who's not going to fucking remember exactly. that Leslie Jones came in there and made a fucking order? It's a different shift. So uh, who, who gives a shit? We walk in. Shit? We, wait, we walk in. Mm-hmm. And that guy goes, <laughs> I'm staying with Leslie. I'm like, they're going to they're gonna nope, throw us out of here. Happens. I go, um, we were here like nine hours ago for lunch. And you forgot to put the key lime pie in the bag, and she wants her key lime pie. He goes, "Sure, I'll be right back." Egg, fuck exactly. <laughs> See now, this is I'm the like, thing. What? This is the thing with men. Men are you will not complain because you'll just let you'll let somebody just stick a fucking breadstick in your ass, and you'll just be like, "Ah, oh, pull it out later." Okay. Like you don't I'm give not a gonna fuck. Let somebody put yeah, a breadstick in my ass, but who, in New York, they'd be like, "Get out!" No, fuck that. Fuck that. No, I'm not getting out, bitch. Then give me my motherfucking money back, okay? Because like this is my thing. This is my thing. If you. A Closed mouth don't get fed. Yeah. Is what is what is what mm-hmm. the whole lesson is. A closed mouth don't get fed. If we wouldn't have went back and asked, we wouldn't have got my motherfucking pie. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I get my pie, and it wasn't even the pie that I wanted. So there it is. <laughs> no, it was the pie you wanted. Just didn't taste it like just, you wanted it. To. Listen, let I me like tell it. you. No, that's because you like cream shit. So let me explain something to you about key lime pie. Okay. Key lime pie. Wait, let me get my pen. Yeah, yeah get your motherfucking pen. <laughs> Key lime pie has a fucking history, okay? So, first of all, mm. when I worked at Denny's, okay, they used to have the green, like the, literally, it would look green. Mm. It was like green. And I remember thinking, I do not want to taste a green pie, but everybody was ordering it. I was like, right. maybe it's good or something. One night, 
work from 12 to 6. I was like, fuck it. Let's try this mother. And I tried it. And oh, my God. Best thing I ever fucking tasted. Danny's right? Key Lime Pie. Are you fucking... This was, but this was like 1988. Oh, they don't even when make Denny's it. made yeah. a key lime pie. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Denny's used to make pies, motherfuckers. They See, still that's make how pies. Ah, they don't make them like they used to, though. <laughs> you know, they used to be really good. So, um, okay. so I used to steal those pies. So used I re- to steal the pie. Oh, because like you know, they <laughs> they rotate the pries, and I'm taking. I'm not gonna throw it away. I'm gonna right? take it home. It's right? still good. Right. All right. So I take a pie. So that's not really stealing, is it? Is ro- is recycling? So I would take it home. Okay. And. After that, they stopped making the pies like that, and I never had a key lime pie like that ever really? again. I've had good lime, good key lime pie, but for some reason, somebody called somebody at somebody's restaurant or recipe place and said, hey, instead of just doing the straight key lime jelly thing like that, mix it with cream. It's better. And they fucked me. They fucked me at the factory. At the store. At the they fu- I mean, now, you can find some good key lime pie, but they taste more like lemon yeah. than key lime. So that's the key. That's 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 Leslie's cooking lesson for today, you son that's, of a Well, son. I liked it, but... That's um, because you're a fucking... Also, nerd. shout out real quick to Lily Pearl. That was a restaurant oh, we went into. Oh, and now, that was really good. If you're Lily Pearl man, has nothing to do with the Sandwich Society, right. okay? They're across the street. Lily Pearl was across the street, and let me tell you, Sean, the mother... Fucking braise, what was it? Braise beef. Yeah, chingaracito quesera de puta. That's a five star review. It was so motherfucking good. <laughs> it was good. It was melting your mouth. It was and good. then, and I usually don't like uh, risotto. I usually don't like it because right. it's a little al dente for me. But that risotto it was great. Was fucking delicious. So there you go. There's uh, Lily Pearl three in Richmond. We just give you a full tour of the one block that is Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> and Leslie, <laughs> great time. All right, we got time for one chartable review. This is the re- the review of the week, Leslie. This okay. is from Vitamin D. What? I don't know. That's what she calls herself, Vitamin D. And it's because she's a motherfucking G, son. This is my favorite podcast for my work commute. Leslie makes me laugh out loud each time. I love her passion and daily fuckeries. I'm pretty sure we'd be best friends if we ever met. Or she'd kick me in the head. Lenny wow, would talk to her, nice. talk her down though, and then I become Lenny's best friend. Either way, wow. I must add to your podcast repertoire. She really knows me. <laughs> I feel like she knows me. You know, I feel uh, like that. I feel like that's a true fan. Yeah, you know that knows that knows that violence might be chose. You know, <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, that's it for the week. We will come back right away with the the executive producers of the Daily Show. Let's do this, Leslie. Welcome back to the show, and now it's time for Who the Fuck Is This? Who the Fuck Is This? We welcome and interview special guests on the show. Today, it is a very, very special show. That's why we have the big studio today. We have a lot of people here, and it is it is the masterminds and brilliant writers of The Daily Show. Yay! Yes, we have the top brass here. We have uh, Jen Flans is the executive producer, showrunner, and writer on The Daily Show. Jen, let him hear you. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> She's the one I, female like, I'm behind the camera. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. behind she's the so camera. Shy. Let's go around. Just say who you are and tell them what you do on the show. We'll go this way. Go ahead. I'm sure. I'm Juin Parang. I'm the co-executive producer of the show. So bad. I'm David Kabuka. I am a producer on the show. David thought it was Daniel. <laughs> I am Daniel Radosh. I'm a senior writer. Oh, you're the Daniel. 
<laughs> and I'm Dan. <laughs> and I'm Mother a head writer and producer. Motherfucker. Yeah. Dan Amara is a head writer. Yeah. Getting it all it's either Dan's or David's. That's yeah. what it is. It's, That's why I, I was like, like, it's a bunch of Davids and Dan's. If I say it, somebody will answer. That's I right. I feel like how Dan Amara is just trying to go by Dan now. He's just trying Dan? to drop the last I name all differentiate myself. So. Yeah. Oh, so it we remind you. We call you Smiling Dan. Smiling yeah. Dan. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of a smile. Yeah. We call him Smiling Dan. Yeah, we call him Smiling Dan. So that's how I like prompt Leslie who is who. It's a misconception who. that I don't smile. I do smile. Yeah. Just that I'm, in between the smiles, yeah. I am contemplating death. So <laughs> That's my kind of yeah. guy. We should be best friends. Yeah. That we should be best friends. Well, we saw you guys like two, what was it, three months ago? And you were just saying, Dan on uh, Smiling Dan on the way in was saying how it went like that. It went fast, even though it's been like three months. Man, it was But we so had fun. the world's greatest time. It We've said this so to you fun. in person as well. I, well, we, I can't stop talking about how just like everybody there like was they did their job like was there like loved doing their job stayed in their lane and and just everybody connected to one flowing vessel which was and and it was, it was so good like i think that's why every week has been so good because y'all machine is so well ran you know what i'm saying so it can it can fit around anybody who comes in there I, I think. I, I mean, mean, you're giving us a lot of credit. I would also point out that you were the first person to be like, I'm going to go and I'm going to go first. And it made it, so, first of all, so hard for everybody that came after her <laughs> because she was so fun and funny. But um, you really helped us shape the process. Nice. You were the first one. Yeah, we didn't know it at the time, but we yeah. were so lucky to have you guys oh my first God. because like, we're like, oh, we can do this and it can be awesome. Really fun. Yeah. yeah, and it's been real good. I mean, we've, I've yeah. been watching everybody. You you make anybody I just look like great. They're just making everybody look yeah. so Leslie's good. Yeah, not happy with that. She <laughs> like, <"Everybody laughs> suck. I'm just like, Ugh. In the middle of the show, they're like, I can't do it, and they walk off. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? There, it is like, Very sorry. you forget how we're in it every week and for years and years and years. And then now that the weeks are a different person every four days, like how fast four shows go. It goes crazy it's so fast. Crazy. That's the first thing I noticed when I was in there after the first day. First of all, I was exhausted. And second of all, <laughs> you guys, it you walk in at nine. I walked in at nine o'clock. And then by the time that show stops and we walk out, I am... I didn't sit for one second. You guys gave me lunch. I'm like, when did, when did you guys eat lunch? I was watching to see. I didn't see Juven eat lunch. I didn't see... Kabuki eat lunch. I did. What do you guys? We eat don't lunch? let them eat. There was an IV drip. <laughs> so it's it funny because it's that uh, fast. Yeah, everybody after you guys also comes in and says, "What the fuck is wrong with you guys doing your lives like this?" <laughs> to the point where I'm beginning to be like, "Am I fucking up? Yeah. Like, why am I doing it this well, way?" It feels from really a compliment into an insult. We're like, <laughs> yeah. well, "It's amazing you guys can do this. Why are you doing this? Should you be doing this?" Well, I worked in an office. Like there were guys I would get so mad at that they worked for me way back then that they they would they were. So Smokers, so they would have to go every hour to take a smoking break. Where is that guy? Like, if any of you guys smoke, you're fired. Because I mean, the, the, the pace is so fast. Yeah, so I, I don't. Up. I don't know. I didn't feel. I mean, me as the host, I didn't feel like that. I felt like because SNL, SNL, nothing will ever be as hard as SNL. I'm, That's what I always say when people are like, jobs. "Why do you do this?" I'm it's two jobs. It, it's not. And, but this, this, the week that I had with y'all was just like. Every night we was leaving by seven. That's what I said. Like, like six to seven. I was like, I've never been home in time enough to actually just enjoy my my evening. Does that make sense? So yeah. yeah. I don't know. I did, I felt just like, oh man, this is great. I mean, it's like <laughs> fucking great. Like, We're very efficient. I think we pack so a efficient. lot in. Yes. But then you can go. We get to leave by like. 
you know, seven, set seven to eight, depending on the night and the edit. But, um, but I, whenever anybody complains, I'm like, listen, Conan, SNL, they, they just stay all night. Yeah. Dude, all the anybody time. complains, so this, call me. I'll Tuesday, Tuesday nights at SNL is, is hell night. And then it's followed by Wednesday where they cut everybody's shit <laughs> that they did Tuesday night. Tuesday's so writing like, night and Wednesday is they read all the stuff. Yeah, Wednesday is called Ash Wednesday. We used to call it Ash Wednesday because everything got burnt the fuck down. So it's like... <laughs> There, and it, see, I can't explain it. Like, the cuts and everything, maybe I got used to it because of SNL, okay. but the cuts that you guys were making was just so vital. Like, you come like, yo, we're going to do this, and we're going to put and And that's, I love that. Like, you know, when you have people who know. And, and then to the writing. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to do nothing. Like, I can't explain it. When I got that first email of one of the jokes, I was like, oh, fuck. I, I, I hit Lenny. I was like, fuck, Lenny. Lenny, <laughs> oh, we're what? not going to have to fucking write. This is perfect. <laughs> no, we're going to have to write. We're just not going to have to write everything. I, like, I was just like, nah, fuck that. Like, they gave us options. Like, it was like walking into a buffet and it was just like, shit, I want to <laughs> taste all this shit. Like, put some all this on that plate. Like, put that on. No, nah, we can't. Uh, but it was like really, like, great. That, that, that was exhilarating to have a writer's that pinpointed what you wanted to talk about it. I don't mean to get like into like, you know, like joke theory and stuff like that, but it does feel to me that part of the fact that we have this really tight deadline where it's like, well, Mm -hmm. the cameras start rolling at six every day. So it has to be on paper. Right. Does generate a lot of like, I don't have like time to think or tweak or play with this. It's just, here's the first joke instinct I have. And usually Mm -hmm. that tends to be kind of the best one, you know? And and I I remember Lauren saying to me one time, he was like, you know, people think that they need more than one week to get some. <laughs> it's like, you give them a week, they'll get it done. Like, and it's just yeah. like, yeah. Oh, they get <laughs> like, it done, but I've seen some of the sketches that they have. I, they could use another week. I mean, <laughs> and listen, sometimes we can use another hour. That's the thing. The difference with us <laughs> like, is though, like we, like the, we just gotta go. We, the jokes are weaker, but we get home at seven o'clock. That's well, the nice that's thing. One of the I don't think so. I, want, that's the, I okay. think that, I, yeah, because I'm like, y'all writers are fucking dope like y'all was coming with shit like I love getting hit in the head with shit like it was like you you say one thing and then it's like oh bam oh bam oh oh bam <laughs> it's like bam. oh okay it's like There's when you're writing so a joke yeah. and you and you go on stage and you write a joke and then you do the joke on stage and then you come off stage and there's a bunch of comics just giving you tags and you're like fuck yeah fuck oh I didn't even know I can go that way Ooh, I love that you know, I love that. So that's that's the experience I had. Which is really cool that you had that experience because remember, because we, for the people out there, um, we've been doing this. This is the first time we did this and we had a rehearsal script. Oh. Remember our rehearsal <laughs> oh my script? God. So we had oh, this yeah. rehearsal script just so that the person can practice being like the new host for the week. <laughs> and Leslie was the first person to uh, to do the rehearsal script. I about that. And she did not exactly compliment it. Her Yelp review <laughs> was not. Oh, I tore that motherfucker so, apart, yeah. man. I was like, oh, I know this is not written. What the fuck? Wait a minute, that don't even make sense. That don't even. It's like, it was like I, so I loved it, though. I loved it. And it, <laughs> you kept saying. So, so after Leslie, that. Leslie, I, Leslie, I, Leslie, no, this is, this is just. How you, and the act 
access. No, Leslie, 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 no. <laughs> Leslie, no. Test, <laughs> Test script. What, yeah. Have you ever had a time where you, like you said this has happened, but explain what happens or when has it happened where you walk in and there's no good stories that day or you nothing really is coming. Does that happen often? Well, there's two types of not yeah. good stories. Day. There's a type when there's just not really much in the news mm -hmm. and there's a type when like it's all like school shootings or oh, terrorist yeah. attacks. Well, what do you do for that as well? Uh, usually when there's not good stories, we'll kind of like dig into like one of the, uh, not, uh, not big stories. There was a day when, uh, I remember Dan like really pushed for, we need to, we need to really go all in on this story about how there's a cow in New Zealand that's a lot bigger than other cows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, that's not, that can't be half that a show. And it turned out to be half the show worth of, of jokes. And so it's that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, we found right. something and it was right. fine. Yeah. There's right. a lot of stuff going on in the world. Like it yes. may not all be front page news, but if you go past that front page story, there's like interesting stuff going on international, mm -hmm. local, like, you know, you could go what's going on in Nebraska. We did something yesterday or what's going on in England. There's so much stuff going on and we only have time for like three or four three, stories. Yeah. So, you know, that that is sort of a blessing in a way. We don't have to cover a million things. We have to find three or four things that interest the host. And that they find funny, and that's the show. Do you go, everybody weigh in, do you have a story that you remember that you love the most, or was the gift that Kate on, kept on giving, or something that you remember like, oh, we love this story? My brain erases yeah, every night. Know. Like, it literally is like I yeah, like delete I my hard that, drive every night. That makes sense. Um, but this week, we did have one story that was one of my favorites we've done in a while, where Newark uh, let oh, yeah. this country be its, <laughs> or city be its sister city, and they had this big ceremony, and it, it turned out it wasn't a real place. <laughs> and it was a cult, and yeah. it just like killed. I was just like, "This that is a great the fact that story." That happened to Newark. Made it, yeah, it's so, so it's Jersey. Like, yeah. there's so many jokes in it. It's, it was just that, that was, was a great story. When we went, when we our first story right out of the gate was um, the statue in Boston. <laughs> oh, the MLK statue. I, yeah. No yeah. one has showed it to me, and when someone showed it to me, I was like, immediately, I was like, "This guy is eating this girl out. What the fuck <laughs> is happening? What is this?" And then they told me, I was like, "Why is MLK eating his wife out in the middle of fucking?" Boston? Boston, that doesn't even make sense. This is not going to help. Well, what was the first line you guys wrote? Something like, have you ever gone down on your... Have you yeah. ever... Do you Has somebody go down on you or something? There's have a munchy, ever? munchy, yeah. munch, munch, munch. Yeah. Yeah. The munchy, munchy, munch, munch. Uh, like, and that's and how we started that the one, Daily Show. And chicken <laughs> pussy... <laughs> That will always go down in history. Yeah. I think when I on my deathbed, I'm gonna be like, you know, describing how eggs, are you made. know, the greatest line, <laughs> chicken pussy. It will always be just one by. more thing. Yeah. Chicken do, pussy. Yeah. Do you People have try a, to decipher like what? Do you guys what have a favorite period of time? Wait, that just sorry, before you sure, move sure. on from pussy. Yeah. Ah! Chicken pussy. Sorry, sorry. Say whatever you got to say. One, more time. one in terms of your guys' relationship. Called foreplay. Yeah, but in terms of your guys' relationship, yeah. remember when they, when Leslie had a way of saying <laughs> pussy yeah. and, and Lenny oh said nobody God. was going to understand it if she said it like that? Yeah. That was, that was like a behind the scenes classic <laughs> moment. I was like, why nobody show. was recording that? Because that's literally how we find pussy. No, no, no. You said it like pool food. No, I, I did not. It's like you like this pussy. You're like this pussy. You're like this pussy. I can say it every kind of way. You gonna fuck with this pussy? That definitely a... felt like a moment of of, of seeing uh, your two's relationship. I, just I the two like... just going at it over the wrong way or the right way to say pussy. It was like, wow. I'm, yeah, I'm really. This, this is worth every podcast. Like you you can't make. tell me how to say pussy. You don't even got a fucking pussy. Yes, I'll tell you how to say fucking dick. 
Yesterday she goes on stage, right? right with like right. a set, full set list. Here we go. Okay, that all we had right. come up with that I mm-hmm. wanted to run in a specific order. And I was order. bored. I was bored. And she's bored. She goes up. You know what? I was going to do these jokes, but I'm so bored. And I put the <laughs> she says that in front of 200 people. Yeah. Puts the list down. She goes yeah. and then goes. Hey, and I'm sitting in the balcony, ready to take notes on this. What what should I talk about? What 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 should I talk about? Lenny, like, is this, are Lenny, you fucking kidding me. So Lenny, I go, what the fuck should I so talk wait, about? So we have this bit that she can do, which Ugh. I've been dying to get her to do because it's uh, gonna be big, but she refuses to believe me about going to get a facial. We had done it on the show; it killed on this show, right? I said, going to get a facial. I go, go do going to get a facial, and this is what she does in front of 200 people. Oh, <laughs> why oh, do you think why? that's what? fucking funny? Why? Okay, the next 10 minutes, she absolutely blows the roof off the place, that's telling the story about a facial. I'm good at my. <laughs> Job, so at the end, son. finally, 10 minutes goes by, blows the roof off the place, and I just go, you're welcome. <laughs> Where's my thank you? Like, you know, oh now we're having God. this show within a show. I was like, oh my God. So you want to fucking, it's just like a Jewish person. You always want to fucking that, thank you. What, so how do you what is that say, stereotype? And then, like, and then, it started and a whole you, racist you sidebar. You couldn't even fucking say thank you in Jew, Jewish talk. I forgot. That's, so the lady had so to tell So I go, Tada Rabbah. Yeah, and then you're like, Tada Tada. Then you make fun of it. That's not racist at all. For me to start pop like it. So it's like, Tada Tada. Tada Tada. And then after she shits on me for the next 10 minutes, because I have no possible way to respond. Exactly. She just goes, So now what do I do next? Are you fucking serious? Exactly. But I was funny, though. You were great. I'd be perfectly fine if we could replace some of the existing Jewish stereotypes with Jews like thank yous. That would be because that was the worst one we had. Yeah. No, no. Tell you know me the those Jews. The Shaboyaka. Shabbat Shalom. Yeah. No. What? The Shaboyaka, the dude that turns off the life for oh, people. The Shabbos Shabbos The Shabbos Shabbos yeah, yeah. yeah. I want that 20 job. 20 minutes on what's the Shabbos Goy. Elvis. Elvis Presley was a Shabbos Goy in Memphis. He was a Shabbos Goy. Yeah, he had Jewish, na- Jewish neighbors and they would hire him to come over. Elvis. And... Are you fucking kidding me? Honestly. And you said that I I'll couldn't get you, do that job. You I'll said get you that I couldn't for that get job. that fucking you, job. If you were the Elvis outfit. I want to be the You know, I think Louis Armstrong also was a... See, the Lenny, you're holding me back. You're holding me back from my real fucking calling. The amount of things is I learned food? from Daniel Radosh is insane. <laughs> Man, the, the, the other day he taught us about flamingos. <laughs> that you was guys are wait a minute. You don't know too. about flamingos? I mean, <laughs> not like that their they legs are so thin that they, what was it? No, yes. They're pink because they eat shrimp. Yeah, I thought like everyone that's their that. knees. That yeah. They're, yeah, that they're standing up. Isn't it like they're almost their knees or something when they're standing up? And they were like their legs are truly long. Like I know a lot of Things about flamingo. They can stand in like <laughs> pure Radosh. acid. Wow. They, like, they can like stand in pure acid. But I, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. they're crazy. They're no. fucking insane. <laughs> they're they're going to be left on Earth and birds because birds are Shabbos fucking boys and Satan's That's right. pets. <laughs> if you knew some of the things that birds did, anyway, this show can go so many ways. This show can go so many ways. Oh man! But um, all right, tell me, great pussies though. Yeah. <laughs> Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back. Um, See, that's why he the head writer. What's, <laughs> what's your favorite? We'll go around. What's your that. favorite thing about the job? What, do you have a favorite aspect of it? Um, like, is it just the the actual show itself? Does that give you the high when you see it come to life? Or what's your favorite? I'll tell you. I uh, just working with these guys. I think is 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 my favorite part of the job. And 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 every time people come from outside the show, they always mention like wow you guys are so like professional it feels mm-hmm. like you guys like each other it feels like 
um, you guys enjoy spending time together and don't despise each yeah. other. And, and and we really do. And I and I think that, you know, the more I hear that from people, the more I, I realize, like, wow, we've got a good thing going that we just yeah. enjoy spending time together. And I think, you know, we you know, the show's gone through so many different eras and there's been eras where, you know, there's been a lot of like critics of the show. Especially like after John left and Trevor came on, there's always this. Uh, there's a period of time where everybody was, uh, you know, you know, Trevor was new and people yeah. didn't, you know, um, the show uh, took a hit in, in critical reviews. And and the way we kind of all bonded over that, I think, has given us sort of like a tested by fire kind of mentality. And I, you know, I love these guys. I would I would go through fire with them. And I oh. and I think that's kind of what I like more than. <laughs> well, I think that's what we liked about it too. And I'll let you guys finish. What well, we love your chemistry is Man. palpable. I, I, and we've been we've said we've said this before. We sat through you know other production teams uh, and companies, and I mean they got <laughs> chemistry. They hate each other. I mean, yeah, they're backstabbing each other it. all the way. You can and see you it. Can it's see happening it. right and in front of And it's just you. like it's really bad. Okay. What the fuck? Go ahead. What do you love about it? Um, <clears throat> I would say the family feel, which is you could have just said family feel. <laughs> I could have. Yeah, <laughs> instead yeah. of this long. And I love. Thing. I love, I love I mean, David. David. That's <laughs> David. The, when I first got there, David was like, "I'm the guy that you can complain to if you need." Yeah. And I was like, "What? What? They sending a black dude? They sending a fucking black dude?" And then he was like, "Yeah, but yeah, come talk to me." And I love. I was like, oh, "Okay, I like him. I like him." We had so many side <laughs> dialogues going on. We had we me had and Mrs. Jones. So many. <laughs> Side monologues. We were dying on the side with our side jokes. I loved it. Kabuka will very much be the guy that after we spend like 30 minutes talking about a story that's some dead ceiling issue and how to phrase it, after we're finally done with it, they're like, okay, this is the proper way to tell the story. Kabuka will be like, this is this is not a funny show. To me. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let's, let's not do and the story. What, and I love that. I love that. Okay, the thing that I really loved, like we would, like I would be trying to say something and then Daniel would be like, he would just say it and I'd be like, yeah, motherfucker, you in my head. Like with the words going. They're like, y'all were just so quick and I loved it. I I loved it. I'm going to say Jen for last, but yeah, Radosh, what's your, I mean, I, I think that like you guys are getting at something that because we, we are comfortable with each other, we can just throw out jokes all the time. And I mean, like, like, toss them around. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually the thing that I enjoy most is the jokes that we know are never going to get on the air, um, either because they're like terrible jokes mm -hmm. or they're just like not, a, like no a one outside of a room of yeah. comedy yeah. writers yeah. is going to laugh at them. But like we all know, we're all sitting, like we're all cool with that. So we mm -hmm. can toss those jokes around partly because, you know, we all know and like each other, but also we know, oh, that's going to get us to something to, that yeah. will work on the show. And so just having that freedom, like, I am not at all worried about saying a really dumb joke that no one will laugh at because, yeah, of course, that's going to happen, but I just have to do that because then, you know, the third time I'll get a joke that some people will laugh at. So Yeah, but that's what's so dope, too. Y'all grown as fuck. Like, grown. That's grown acting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you're not insecure. You don't make someone feel insecure. It's just, it was just a grown thing that I, I always got from y'all. Like, like even when we would get out of the way, like, you would come straight in and go, okay, you guys stick to it. <laughs> and it, and it's just like a ship. Like, if you're on a ship and then somebody's like Miss Rowe and he comes over like, hey, pick that up because they're doing this way and you're doing this way like it that is fucking like i love that i loved it, it it's just so grown yeah. that's yeah. you know I, I will say this sorry to jump in sure the things you are saying 
I thought that they happened everywhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah. no, no, no. And see, and just, that's just and that that's that's what when we came into this, it's a bubble. It's a beautiful bubble. Y'all have a beautiful bubble because, like, even comparing, like, again, I could say SNL. SNL is a two job thing, but it's like kind of chaotic sometimes, and I think it has to be sometimes with the host and all of that. But y'all had. It's like, I think because SNL tries to squeeze so hard onto the principles that they have, that they, that, but you guys were so like, you know what I mean? Like you stayed, like, like there would be things that you would come and be like, hey, babe, we got to cut this, but look, I'm going to put this on. And and it's, that's, we wouldn't get that explanation at SNL to be like, yeah, we're cutting this. And you'd be like, Why? Oh, damn, wow. <laughs> why are you asking? <laughs> you know why. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, nah, but it was just respectful. It was like, yeah, but we're going to put this online. See, we don't think... Like, it was more of like, hey, we don't think that joke is going to work because, like, we're not going to get what we need to get out of this. There was one joke we was working on, and you were like, I understand what you're trying to do, but we're not going to get what that is. If we do it this way, though, we'll get that. And be, and I was like, yeah, I'm a... Yeah, like, we're impressed shit, with that process because usually we dope. have to get involved in that process. Yes, so. usually we're the ones they have to come in and go, no, you have to do it this way and whoop, 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 whoop. And, and it's just, then you have to deal with the egos because then they have egos because the world renowns, Jesus wept. I want that, <laughs> I want that word to be marked from the fucking earth because whenever anyone say world renowned to me, I go, we're in for a shit fucking, we're in for a shit fucking show. There's two things that make us a little cringy when it comes to working with people. It's one is they say they're the best in the business or they're world renowned. That's, or... They went to Harvard for some oh, reason. As soon as we hear oh Harvard, my God. And listen, listen, the hair's in the back S- of my I'm telling you, there's so many people at SNL that have that Harvard Yale. And I didn't, listen, when I first came, I am ghetto. And I will tell you straight up, I'm ghetto. I'm ghetto. Going to Compton College, that's that's big for me. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, it's a college. So I think I made the mistake and, and said somebody went to Yale and they went to, and when I say that person did not talk to me, like was not fucking with me. And I was like, do you know how much black people don't get like <laughs> Harvard and Yale is the same fucking thing <laughs> to us motherfucker they're Ivy League right y'all got that green shit on your fucking brick isn't that what the fucking means cause like I, I would be happy to get in either one like Yale's sister what's Yale's sister like it it was it's just so pretentious yeah Absolutely. the pretentiousness really sinks them and you can't yeah. be pretentious around Leslie and, because she didn't come oh from my that God. so when you so do you that say we're world renowned you say world renowned to me I'm world renowned. You been to Compton? (laughs) No, because Compton's in the world. And if you've been to Compton, then you would be able to deal with me. So you're not world renowned. And to be honest with you, we've seen a lot of comedy. So it's like when they like that does not move the needle for us. So as soon as they say it's like, uh oh, start the clock because for Leslie, because if they would like what show me some stand up. I'm, I've been doing comedy so long and seen so many. Like, they don't understand my history of entertainment. It's like, I know every formula. Like, Abbott Elementary is a perfect example. Al- Abbott Elementary is really funny, but Abbott Elementary is not really doing anything different than the rules of sitcom. They just got good writers, they got good actors, and they got, like, their facial expression. They're working every best 
top mm-hmm. thing. And people are ready for that again. Like, you could look back at our old uh, sitcoms and stuff. People are ready for that written type of thing again, you know? So it's like when people test that in me, like, I can, like, ooh, I, again, I, they, when people will put me in sketches and stuff, and I know your joke better than you. I know what joke you're trying to crack please let me do it this way. Sometimes I just wouldn't even ask. I would just do it because then they can see it and they go, oh, she did get the joke. Yeah, I got it better than you because I'm a fucking comic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, And 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 I believe him. I've been doing comedy since 87. I got history. I'm not going to... If I don't feel like... I let everybody do their job and that's the thing that I loved about that place is that I didn't have to do somebody else's fucking job. I wonder if you... Uh... And I don't mean to get into, all the, into comedy theory shit again, but I wonder if, like, if you think, if you found a difference between people from the stand-up world versus people from, like, the improv or sketch oh, world. no question. It feels like stand, and I don't know this, but com- I come from the improv sketch world where it feels like, why would you do comedy if it's not going to be collaborative and doing it for the people <laughs> and making each other laugh? That's, that's funny. so funny because that's yeah. completely <laughs> yeah. different. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious because, like, when I came to SNL, I didn't have respect for sketch comic because I was like, yeah, you motherfuckers is the ones who can't tell the jokes. Y'all have to do <laughs> Y'all have to depend on other motherfuckers to say key words for your shit to be funny. Like, go fuck yourself. And then I sat at a table read between A.D. Bryant and Taryn and then with a shot view to Keenan and Cecily. And I was, my fucking brain exploded. These motherfuckers was turning on and off into accents. And and it was just like, oh, shit, I can't do that. I like Whoa, it was just another level of you got to like, okay, maybe you just haven't been seeing the best in the business. Yeah. Like, do it. You it's know? a different skill for sure. It's, it's, a, a, skill, definite, yeah. it's a different, different skill. You can skill. also get poisoned by the attitude each one brings, you know? No, well, yeah. it's it's just like what I had to learn was is that you it, with comedy, it's just yourself, so you can do that. I I I with uh with with sketches, you have to put it into a situation. Yeah. It can't just be on some free last shit. That's this one joke that they try so hard to write, and I was like, we end up doing it as an update and they tried to do it as an update it was about the uh, pet about the I don't know if you ever heard me talk about the pet commercial mm-hmm. when the eyes of a stranger oh, it's, it's, oh yeah 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 I was an angel. the Sarah McLaughlin yeah yeah thing. so yeah. they tried so hard to make that into a fucking like update and right. it just and it, I end up write, rewriting it with men right because it made it funnier but <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's anyway, a whole nother. Going back, it's a, it's just a different skill. I mean, you could teach Leslie a little bit about how to do sketch comedy, I think. But the other way, a lot of those people teaching them to do like stand up well, that's going to take a little. Oh, longer, I believe that for sure. I told that you. That. But yeah. getting back to where I was, I yes. want to make sure we finish. Yeah, no, Wait, we'll get to Jen. Yes. Did we finish with Dan? Was the what was your the, favorite the favorite thing? Yeah. Um, we had a catered lunch once a week. <laughs> He's not even lying. Uh, He's not even lying. He's not lying. It's from an outside restaurant. Yeah. It's not like a caterer. It's from like a real restaurant like Hell's Kitchen. Um, it, we He's finish the scripts. The we go downstairs. It's oh, like, it could be empanada mama. It could be carmines. So, and you know, in addition to like the family and we all get along and stuff, but that's really. Hey the, man, the as far as like bosses thing. are concerned, that's, you're easy to shop for, you yeah. know, for a reward. Day. Oh, Oh my God, Jen, then you're gonna out. love me because I love bringing food places. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it yeah. might be more than once a week if I go. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Hey, man. Jen, what's your fave? 
We had field trip the week you guys were there. Remember? Oh yeah. What do you mean? Field trip the field restaurant. Trip oh, we yeah. were like, guys, yeah. there's free food. Oh, yeah. Field trip. You guys liked was, it. Yes, it was bomb. Good. That was yeah. good. It was the bomb. Um, but Dan is not kidding. That's why I was it's laughing so hard. He loves the lunch. That is so funny. <laughs> do you have a favorite? Uh, I have a favorite. I mean, they stole my answer, <laughs> but I do love the people there, and I mm-hmm. lo- I love that I can wake up and like want to go to work every day and that is because of the people there it's because the topic like we're covering the news so we're just talking about things that i'd want to be talking about anyway Mm. um everything about this job like fits me i like to look at problems and try and solve them so like it just feels like um yeah i love it and i love like i used to cram for tests and papers like i never did my homework on time, yeah. and this is cramming yeah. all the time, and then you can forget it, just like a paper in yeah. college. You yeah. do it, you get it done, and then you don't have to remember. Literally, unless you're Daniel, and then you remember that's everything. Literally, college for me. <laughs> yeah, well, college. Like I just like study at study, two o'clock in the morning. T- take get some, it all jammed in, like uh, Mountain Dew all night. You know, <laughs> I didn't even need Mountain Dew. I was just an excited <laughs> motherfucker, so I just pop, 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 and I always made B's and and A's and shit. So and be it like, was how the fuck, yeah. And then that feels kind of like this. Like, I'm like, oh, we're getting well, A's me, most days. Let Some me days ask, B's. Let me ask you a follow-up on yeah. that. How do you keep it like that? How do you keep the environment yeah. like that? How do you get people? Yeah. How do you weed out people? I mean, we've hired people. We've had we've hired oh people God. that Leslie we and, thought were good. This and is the, this it's is hard to find good people. The yes? first thing that we said when we left, right, Lenny? Right. Remember? How does she do it? Is that. If she was the showrunner on Supermarket Sweep, yeah, I forget Sweet, we'd still be doing. We would still be doing <laughs> Supermarket Sweep. How do you? Keep you know, my that? mom loves Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> Motherfucker, she loves. If you was the showrunner, you would have. Been, I, still, I got, I got sweatshirt. I send her a shirt too. Yeah, but I got a sweatshirt though. Yeah. That you, you uh, my mother was very happy with the t-shirt. Okay. She's so happy. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think it's really important to identify good talent and. Then promote them and encourage them and put them in positions where, especially you're making for, that sound very easy. It's not okay. It's I'll not. say this. I'll say this. Jen's dad has been running a hospital for um, uh, <laughs> years and years. So the what did they say? The apple does not fall far. Yeah, because yeah, running so, a hospital that exactly. is no yes. for real. I watch Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, it's a lot of like crisis management all the time and like and being really flexible. Up, nobody dies, so that's a little. I better always than say that. I always say that tip. I'm like, thanks for the management tips, and also I don't have to worry about people dying. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Honestly, Except the though, time you choked on a bagel, and I oh, did have to worry about yeah. you dying. Wait a minute, you did? What did you choke <laughs> this on a has bagel? Been exaggerated. <laughs> oh my god! You choked on a bagel one time, and it becomes. Good thing. <laughs> now that's an existing Jewish stereotype. It is. But I'm, a, I'm very oh Jewish, God. so like a Jewish mother, yeah. I get very nervous. One time and it becomes a big thing in the office. I was just going to give you a big compliment, Jen, but now I might hold it back. No, I will I will say no. You know what? How, how one reason Jen can do it all is because she knows how to do everyone's job. I think a lot of times mm. the boss actually doesn't know what everyone does and mm. how to do it. So like, Jen knows if somebody is not mm. doing their job right or how they can do it better and she can help them do it. I uh, started there 25 years ago. Right. Thank you for And that. what were you when you started? A PA. A PA. So See, I did a ton that, of jobs. Well, not only do you know how to do their job, you know how to clean up after <laughs> I do. I sometimes still clean up. Like, that not? is... Well, let me ask you this as well while we're on it. Does the business side affect the creative ever? I think we try really hard not to let it. The only thing that I think, like, I think deadlines and that kind of business side, every once in a while, budget, but really ratings and stuff, we're just like, ratings are, who knows? Like, everybody watches our show online pretty Mm -hmm. much on their phones. So we try not to let, like, ratings or, like, 
press influence the way we're making well, the show. Well, does Comedy Central bust your chops on that S- issue? Sometimes. I say call me when it gets real bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and that's... Because <laughs> otherwise I don't want it in my head. Like, I used to talk to... Um, Chris Licht and Mike Shoemaker, we used to have a dinner where a bunch of showrunners would get together and like talk about Shoemaker. their shows and they would be like, Shoemaker. Shoemaker and I would laugh because Chris cared about his minute by minutes. And I didn't even, I was like, I don't even know if we get minute by minutes, <laughs> like our ratings. Because I think, and John used to say this all the time, but like, if we think it's funny in here, somebody will think it's funny out there. And I just feel like we just live by that. <laughs> we, uh, it's funny that you say we were doing Supermarket Sweep and Leslie would be like, you could see the throw to commercial coming because we've played the game and whatever and then the music would start up and they show us minute by minute like you know it, it goes down as soon as that music starts up I'm like how do you want to avoid that like how do you want to avoid that happening like, we played the game viewers. we'll be right back with round two yeah of course it's gonna go down yeah. people are gonna flip the chat what I, one thing that i can say is that like you guys knew how to use the online aspect yeah. because social is very say, good social yeah. is something that snl did have to like they did good after you know andy uh um andy uh Sandberg, Sandberg, yeah. Sandberg, yeah. You know, I never get that shit right. Um, um, you know, he came with his group and did, yeah. they, you know, then it was like three or four pre-tapes. But the way that you know how to shoot certain things to online, because that yeah. is really what's going to be the future. And I keep telling everybody to think ahead because we are going to get to a point to where, because now they're getting rid of cable boxes now. Like, it's mm-hmm. like I can watch, I can watch live TV on an app yep. now. So it's, you know, that that is to our, me is our, um, We call them our expansion team. It's at anything digital, social, uh, or like real in brick and mortar in the real world they take care of. But um, Ramin and Jocelyn and Ryan that work on that team, they're just like they amazing. At it. And they really are like tuned into what people, yeah. what are catching people's eyes and how can we amplify those things. And um, yeah, we're lucky. We, we really, Trevor kind of, when he started as host, he was you know of he was so much younger than other late night hosts at the time Mm -hmm. so we he was like oh you guys like really don't have a presence on like twitter and we were like (laughs) unfortunately he did so that was the first thing we had to deal with (laughs) yeah yeah first person to get canceled ever and we had to to deal with oh trevor got canceled no yeah because attempted cancel i mean it's one of those things where he was just like no but i don't care and we were like oh you can do that and then we all just moved on yeah i was just gonna say it's like don't nobody they have to like acknowledge your cancelment. That's yeah. like somebody saying you don't like me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> bitch. I move on. Like, cause, cause, and and I'm gonna say it right now. And I, I, whatever we can cut it out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I want this fucking job. I want that job. And I didn't even, I didn't even want the job when I came. I, I literally didn't want to live back in New York. I was like, I don't want to live here in New York. New York destroys me. It takes my body and destroys me. It runs it over by cabs or whatever. But I was like. I'm going to learn how to fucking live in New York, which I've just been coming back and whatever, because I'm like, this is the first time I've ever felt in the pocket. Like, I felt like, okay, well, fuck, like, like it, even the floor support, the cameraman, the room, everybody is like, the, the whole goal is to make the show look bomb. Yeah. And that's like real, 
You know, and then to get along with people. Like, I loved everybody. Everybody, like, I loved everybody. And every, it, when I say grown, that's when I say, when when I say grown, I mean reasonable. Does that yeah. make sense? It's like sometimes I've dealt with people in this business and you go, you know, that's not reasonable what you're saying to me right now. That's just not. <laughs> and then they all be on this cloud of like, oh, well, you know, we're just blessed to be in this business. <laughs> no, bitch, I'm not finna <laughs> sacrifice 10 years off my life to be blessed, ho. Like, I didn't get up to heaven and then God be like, you was doing all that blessing and you could have been living. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck, you know? So that's that's the one. And then, too, to ever, I have a real passion. Like, I have a mission. I feel that there's a mission. There's a mission right now. Everybody to me is like ants. They're like scattered. And I really feel there needs to be a flow. And we, that show to me is the perfect vessel for flow. So like, like, look again. You mean pulling people together? Can I fucking finish, well, motherfucker? Like, that's what I'm flow. doing. Let me explain okay, what the fuck ahead. I'm going to say. How you go know ahead. that I wasn't going to follow I that shit with an explanation? <laughs> you always interrupt me. Does, does anybody interrupt Martin Luther King when he's going? <laughs> <laughs> like he said, I have a dream. Did anybody go, was it a nightmare or was anybody running through? No. They let him finish his goddamn speech. <laughs> go ahead, Dr. King. Chingaracito. Go ahead. Now, where the fuck was I you at? Had the a flow. Dream. Anyway, <laughs> the flow... What I was saying. Go ahead, flow. Oh, you made me forget what I was going to well, say. Explain what a flow is. I, I don't know I what you're talking say, about. I'll, I'll about say it's very the easy. To the universe. Yeah. It's very easy to write for, <gasps> for someone like Leslie. Like you, you Damn. have a. <laughs> Sorry. You have like you have a strong comedic voice, and I think that like it's very it's it's easy to just build a show around a strong comedic voice. It just is it's easy to write for it. It's easy Thank to you. to 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 produce around it. It's just it, it just when you have a vision and a voice. And I think a lot of well, I mean, I you know, everybody who's like gotten to to where you guys are has like a voice or or they wouldn't, but it's very easy among a lot of like just comedians just mm -hmm. to have not even even if there are comedians who don't understand that even a good joke might not be their joke. Right. And I think that you really ascend to another level of comedy when you're like, this is great. It's not me. What's right. me? Right. And I think you have that. Because you learn. You right learn. Thing. You learn. And too, you experience whatever it is that you're talking about. So, like, I don't like to talk about things that I don't have, like, a passion for or experience doing. And that's, that's what I was going to say before I was fucking interrupted. <laughs> Is that when I'm saying a, a flow in, in a vessel, it's like when I was at SNL, I used to see how much they would affect people with some of the news that they would put out and stuff. Like the people they would have portraying certain roles. That shit really does. People do pay attention. That show to me, Daily Show, is one of those shows that is exactly what it's supposed to be. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going on, but we're going to laugh about this shit. Like, because I don't want you sitting there crying. Mm -hmm. You got to look at the funny shit about this because then it's like almost like smacking somebody, like smacking somebody with a cold slap. Like, oh, like you know how you could be talking to somebody and then you say something and then they go, oh. You're right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what that show is to to me. You know what I'm saying? And I I like I feel like that's what I want to do on stage. That's what I actually do on stage too. And I I've just there it is. You, you want to interrupt me now? Nope, you got I'm something ready. to say no, now? I'm because I know you fucking sitting there. You got a fucking question? Do you have a plenty questions? I got tons Jeez. of questions. <laughs> I hate you. And, and and if I kill you, like no one's gonna argue that. 
I'm going to get off. You know that, right? <laughs> the, the, 20. The, the fu- no. The, no, the fucking judge is going to be like. Welcome to the jail. This no, is the daily no, show. No, no. The, the judge is going to be like. I he know was annoying. He was okay. You know what's great about having the, both of you guys yeah. in, the, in the room? And this reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because everybody, everybody who's coming in is bringing like writers, you know, a writer or a person mm-hmm. with them. So I, and like some of them are like a uh, super funny person. This other person, the, the guest host brought is a super funny writer. But, but it's the same sense of humor. It's the same sensibility. It's like, so you're not like adding as much value or like completely different sense of humor. But the guest host is like, I'm never going to do that joke. I'm not, and that's not of interest to me. It's like, well, then that's also not adding value. You right. guys, it's like, you obviously hate each other. <laughs> but, but you make it work. <laughs> but you love each other. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we're like divorced people that decided to stay friends. Yeah. yeah. Or divorced people that decided to stay married for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like that's a, that was a super helpful dynamic in the room because by watching you guys do that, we we're like, okay, we know how we can say something, and like if you like say that joke sucks, we're like, yeah, but you said that to Lenny, so you know we know it doesn't mean we're all gonna we're all in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Lenny too would say to me, he was like, oh man, I like this though, because like me, I have to like I like comedy. I like mm-hmm. comedy, and I like all facets of it, but I do think this way. So if somebody comes, like, like Zubin did that a lot, too. He would throw something, I'd be like, motherfucker, I ain't even think. I love that. I love, I see, a lot of comics don't like that. A lot of comics like to be like, no, don't write my shit, and you know, and, but that's a, and I want to tell every comic, if you're listening, that is a phase. You yes. would just, if you can be really to the business, go through that and get over it. Because it's all, when me and Roy was talking about that, it's always good to get somebody that's on the outside of your shit. I'm telling you, Lenny will tell me something one time and I'll be like, like, he'll be like, I'll be like, why this joke is not fucking working? When he was like, because you're not saying it. Like, he'll say it and, and then I'll be like, oh, oh, so when I'm saying it this way, like, and, and we're, we're good at that because I we've gotten to a level of, again, grown. Mm-hmm. Like you grown, like like being grown is being able to work. Like being grown is realizing that you, I can't be Leslie Jones without my support team. Mm-hmm. I can't be without Lenny, without my assistant, without my glam team. I That's Leslie Jones. And to be able to sit there and receive it, mm-hmm. yo, that's a lesson to learn for everyone who work in this business. Yeah, that's the difference between us. I roll alone. <laughs> and, uh, it works for me. <laughs> no, it is. There's something about not having an ego and being able to laugh at other people's jokes and perform other people's jokes the way that it, everyone agrees it's written best. That like makes that's what makes a good host. Well, you know, it's that. also so, so taking in it from smart, talented, funny people. If you have, we've taken it in from not talented, unfunny. <laughs> yeah, because if y'all people. wasn't, I would have been like, I don't trust that joke. Jesus yeah. Christ, you know. I'm just like, but y'all jokes were so, and it was just I can't explain it. Elevated to a point of like, like, com- like when I like it's like y'all the front of the computer, and then that day I came in, I saw the back of the computer. <laughs> All the wires and shit, you know that shit is just was like it's just a little guy in there. <laughs> but no, it was the just most like elevated a, pussy jokes you'll ever. It was but that, on the Daily Show. It was so dope though, cause it was just like man, y'all was just like sharpshooters. I would say something and they was just like sitting back like. It was like, oh shit, they just shooting out jokes. I love it. I was like, I would not only, I would only go in that room maybe twice a month because it was intimidating. I was like, oh no, I'm not funnier than all of these people, which is exhilarating also because it's like, 
I, but I got a pocket. Like, it's like having a statue. Like, yeah, I can't think of something, but I think R.O. got something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the writers for one sec. Um, how do you evaluate the people? And, like, is there a lot of turnover that we don't know? You have 20-something writers in there. It's, uh, about 15 staff writers now, and there's not a lot of turnover. Because, See, as you guys know, dope. it's a great place to work. Yes. No, but that's dope, People though. People don't want to leave. Because it's, it's like a train now. Yeah. And y'all know, that's why I said, y'all know how to adjust to every person that come to come in. It's not like I walked in and y'all was like, no, you're going to do it this way. Yeah. Like, Ellen was kind of like that. Like, they was like, oh, yeah, you, got, you can do what you want. You can be Leslie. And then when I came in there, they had a whole blacksmith ready to knock all the Leslie out of me like it's like why would you have the per- like why would you have Leslie yeah. Jones come in and host your show why? and I not want you to be Leslie Jones I, that's crazy. I never understood that I never understood no. that and I always tell people from the beginning I used to have to tell my manager I still have to always tell people hey I am Leslie Jones mm-hmm. and the reason that I am is because I don't fit in none of the fucking boxes because if I did I would have been famous in my 20s and 30s I ain't changed yeah. you know what I'm saying so it was it was something that I had to build myself and make myself what it is. So when I go in, yeah, I love melting with someone with their shit. Let's make a whole new recipe. Because yeah. that's what that's what we was doing. We was making recipes every day there. And that shit was dope. It has been really fun. It's it's been fun, I think, for the writers also to be able to latch onto like different voices every week and yeah. for different voices. Yeah, that, cool. that's the question I have. I'm go ahead. Just, no, go ahead. Uh, do you would y'all prefer one host or would you like multiple hosts? Host, hosts. That is a gin plans question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm still like I I'm still trying to figure out. And I think all of us are in the network, you know, we don't know what the answer they're going to have to this is. But I, I'm like, what is the next best version of The Daily Show? Mm. Like, we've done three different versions. Now this whole mix-up thing feels really fun. And people are, I think I'm, I'm trying to, like, also just stay in this moment of being able, like, we ne- we're we working with, like, oh, Marlon Wayans, you know, like, it, Leslie Jones, like, people that we, we don't usually get, get you guys with. in the building mm-hmm. to work with you. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, it's been hard to focus. This is the one thing bad about the stunt. It's been really hard to focus on, like, what's coming after it because we're so deep in it. Uh, but it's fun. So I don't want to, like, lose sight of, the like, what we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, it's hard to say. Like, is the Daily sh- like, is it one voice that people need to hear from? Then we have to find, you know, then what is that mm. voice? Or um, I, I always think, like, we have this really strong team of correspondents at the show. So it, it's the Daily Show is never really just one voice, yep. which is cool. Exactly. Um, because you get to hear from, like, all different, you know, we have a team of five correspondents and two contributors that are just awesome. And they're yeah, all really funny. Yeah. And they come at it from different angles. And so I think, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. From there. a writing perspective, it's it's nice. You know, it works different skill sets, right? Like if you have the same host week after week, you can you can sort of hone your voice to mm-hmm. theirs and and you know get a higher hit rate. What's nice about having um, different uh, guest hosts every week is that you know because we have so many writers. Uh, and what our writers are really good at is kind of shooting different angles. It's not mm-hmm. just like the joke. It's also like where they're coming at it yep. and how the host reacts to different angles. Like I remember you uh, when we were uh, – with your week, there was that story about the um, – uh, I forget. It, it was about. It was about. The, oh, it was about the, the classified documents. Mm. Uh, and it was, you know, the. It was about how Biden was was now suddenly called classified documents after like months of Trump doing it. And you know, there's there are hosts who would probably be like, you know, 
well, this is now about Biden and how he has to deal with it. Other hosts were like, this isn't like Trump. But uh, the angle that you went with was, who the fuck is is the person who's just handing out these classified documents to everybody? <laughs> I, it's like, how? And that's something that like you, and then and it's so easy once you're like, that's my angle, to then just write up this whole like fun cutaway bit where you mm-hmm. just play this super high uh, guy in cl- charge of the classified documents. <laughs> and then once, you know, because once, once we have that angle, then like the jokes are actually pretty easy, you know, because yeah. the angle is just yeah. so funny, you know? Yeah, and I, that, that is pretty much how, the, how we did the host. Like we just knew what we would pitch to them and know what they, what kind of comedy they want to put out. After that, you just kind of know. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got one more question. So do you have a proudest moment? We'll save Jem for last. Is there a proudest moment? Are that the Emmys? Uh, or is it? <laughs> is it the fact that you churn it out every day? Is it a daily proud moment? Or is there, like, what's the proudest thing uh, on this show? Or most exciting that you can remember? Was there a, a time period or one thing that was most exciting for you that you went I mean, when I, Leslie said chicken pussy, that was pretty <laughs> high up there. <laughs> Getting the show back up on the air with Leslie was one of the best yeah. moments. No, I mean, and I've been there in 25 years. Honestly. I, honestly Getting like, the show up uh, in quarantine, you know, the yeah, first yeah, week so. of, that was, that was fucking crazy. I mean. Yeah. Every time we get the show back up from, like, death. Uh, death. Like, <laughs> yeah. John Stewart's leaving. Trevor's first show mm-hmm. was like, <gasps> you know. Yeah. Um, and making John's last show was also like mm. really, you know, just felt really fulfilling. Like we gave him this great moment that everybody got to work on. Um, but I think yeah, first show in quarantine, first show up with Leslie after, like we, you know, it really did bond the staff. Your energy and oh, nice. just being excited. We're like, oh wait, we could do it. We could do it without Trevor. It's going to be okay. And that was, I think everybody was yeah, really proud I, of each other. I come into every situation like. We playing baseball? Yeah. Like, that's this. You bring that first time, like, we playing baseball tonight. The fuck? Let's go. Like, it's yeah. like very, very. Uh, but the, uh, to stay with that analogy, we're playing baseball in the major leagues. And we have used this now. You guys are our gold standard for, we're not taking any less. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of really sad. Been a, it's a, kind of been fucked up for everybody it, after, after y'all, that. too. Because it's like, oh, guys. no, now we know, we know that people can fucking do their job right. Oh, no, no, no. That no. can write and produce yeah. and make a show in a day from nothing and it's just no no there are super impressive people out there we were like we we literally it's kind of sad because we literally been like well when i was on a daily show uh we use that whoa this guy don't tell us it can't be done because this guy told us that you could do everything i'm like jen she would have you know she would have you guys are such an ego boost it really is hearing you talk about is such an ego boost because you know we're just like doing our thing yeah like i don't no, I, I don't think we ever to... thought of ourselves as like nobody in the world is doing this. Nobody else can do this. And you guys come in, you're like, no, you guys, you are, guys, don't you know. guys, I, and need but, to be told oh that. God, I've told the writers. You have a couple of writers are stand up comics, and they come down and to the comedy cellar, and they they say, "How was our experience?" Whatever I go, and they're like. You know, even if they think like, oh, they've been there for a while and like, I was wonder if I go, you should stay there as long as you possibly can because we've been out here and, and you they, don't understand how good you have. They're like, really? I'm like, yes, you do not understand yeah. how like, good it, it that bubble is. The guest concerned. host rotation has been really funny with that because we just are, we're in it. You know, I was yeah. in it with John, then we're in it with Trevor. And then the, the guest hosts come for a week and they're like, you guys are really <laughs> efficient. You are really good at your yes. jobs. And we're like, we are. <laughs> so that's, I so mean, think out. about it. Yeah. yeah. But we yeah. don't walk like around saying we're like the best in the biz. But see, we but see, just, just see, don't but think see, about it. That, but see, the people who are the best in the biz usually don't have to say, say that they're, they're the best, best in the biz. Their actions show it. I do think there is a, um, a element of an understanding <clears throat> that 
each person really is trying to do the best for the show. Mm-hmm. So like you'll have a a conflict with someone, but the base understanding that you that we are both trying to do a, a mm-hmm. the best thing, even though I disagree with your way, mm-hmm. I do understand that you are trying to do the it's best the thing. Yes, yeah. you're trying to make it as good as possible. I think that that helps. Um, at least it helps me in whenever you bump up with somebody, you know, mm. that, that kind of. That, that gets to something actually, Lenny, you asked like how you, how we evaluate writers. I can tell you how we don't evaluate writers. There was one time back in the John era, one of the um, <laughs> executive producers, his name I won't mention, um, said, you know what? We're going to start having a joke of the week and one writer will get a joke no. of the week. And the, he thought it was like, no. this is going to be such an ego boost. And all of the writers who could have been like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking joke of the week. They were like, that is the worst idea because the writers almost in a way don't want to know who made which joke. They just want to know that the show got to the funniest possible place. So like no one wants to protect their own jokes mm-hmm. because that means somebody can't improve on now, it. That's and right. Yeah, and now you're on that backstabbing shit and yeah. on that, yeah. oh, this is this and this. And like you're right, the joke doesn't improve like because you're not going to tell somebody and it's just like like – that's the reason too. Like a lot of comedians don't have writers. Like I, I love when I could tell him something and he'd be like, "Okay, that's funny. Maybe we can whoop, whoop, whoop this and yeah. this, this and this." And then I take it to the to the to the uh, to the seller or to the stripper or the comedy store, or whatever, and do it. And then you have other comics that go, "Dude, mm-hmm. add this and say this." It could be one line. Yeah. Like it's what's the, the the animal porn joke that I do? It's like, yes. "How do you work your way up to a horse?" Yeah. Was literally <laughs> was literally one of the best lines ever given to me in that joke. We even as as like a testament to that and how it's like part of even the process, the little pieces in the uh, yeah. Slack channel where we have like, okay, here's a formal pitch, you know, this is you trying to get on. But we also have a formal place to go, guys, I just have this idea. Mm-hmm. Can everybody help with Way just in. this idea? Colonel, you know, yeah, that, idea yeah. Yeah, well, that it's your process. Of, it is it is amazing and that's why you guys are amazing. And that's yep. why you guys win awards. And yep. we can't thank you enough for coming in today. This and has I would been win you more incredible. awards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leslie would like to win I'm some just awards. Letting you and help know you that I will win you awards. Yeah. I will <laughs> Everybody's not. fine. But I think so. I will, I will win you not awards. get you anything, but I will pick up Dan's lunch from any place. That's you all want. I'm asking. That's, there you go. Guys, Dan, thank you. Um, thank you, guys. Yeah. Dan Amara, um, Daniel Radosh, David Kabuka, Zubin Prang, and of course, Jennifer Flans. Thank you so yeah. much for coming yeah. in. We love you. We love you. Don't be strangers. This was so fun for us. All right. Oh my God. Thank y'all so much yep. for coming in. This was like, I was so excited. And then when it was like, I don't I don't think David said, I was like, you tell David, David to, come. <laughs> to get his <laughs> ass in here because oh. I want to you see know what's, only You know what's you, crazy, David. by the way? Just one small thing that's crazy. I was an attorney for four years. 10 floors down from this floor. There you go. You were in this building? When I walked in here, I had like a I mean, elevator's door closed. For a second, I thought, these are going to open back up and I'm going to be a lawyer again. <laughs> <laughs> like you should, you should go on that floor right now. I'm, I'm, I'm worried it'll stop and open, like it'll like be stuck and open. You and should be like, go uh, on that floor uh, and be like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, like, do bitches, some j- yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. I got <laughs> Emmys, bitches. Like, like stick in your boss's like, office like, I bet you watch me every night. Sorry. Car. I'm sorry, who are you again? <laughs> All right, we got to go. We'll be right back with the fuckery of the week right after this.
Leslie, that was amazing. A so big, fun. big thank you to the writers of The Daily Show. It was a joy having them, and hopefully we'll see them again <clears throat> one day because we really love them. Um, yes. All right, so now let's do the fuckery of the week. Fuckery of the way. Okay. <laughs> All right, Leslie, you go first this week. What do you think? Okay, so I'm going to go first. All right. Um, I think it's Tennessee that's passing a law that being, a, a, I think Tennessee and Virginia, too, or something is like passing a law that it's illegal to be transgender. They're also trying to go after the interracial couples, which this, I just, I, <laughs> just it's hilarious to me. Insane. It's just because it's almost like, are we in a bad 80s movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this the plot to 2 1 Food 2? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with us? Like, what is your fucking end game? Like, what's your end game? And I never understood. This is this is something for real from the beginning of all this mess. I have never understood what someone does in their bedroom have to do with you. What does anyone that identify? I identify as a unicorn. Seriously, I'm a goddamn unicorn. What the fuck are you going to do? You're going to go out and march against me being a fucking unicorn? Like, fuck, fuck off. Like, fuck off you can't tell me how to live my life like i mean if i am if i'm not breaking the law if i'm not like how is this affecting your children like we can go all the way back to 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 video games uh, or we can go to cartoons there's so many other things that's affecting your child than someone who is transgender transgender or or bisexual, okay? None of that shit has to... I don't get it. I've never got it. It's a fucking... What's, what is What is the plot? What is your fucking end game? So I was like, you know, I, I think... I think that this is like a distraction. I, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's some, it's, it has to be a distraction. It has to be something like they're distracting us with this bullshit so they can do other shit because... I can't see people who call themselves so intelligent doing the most unintelligent shit. It it doesn't make any fucking sense to me that you think your child watching a drag show or you taking out books, you're not doing anything but making that shit more desirable to your kid. That's all you're doing. Mm. Because if I lived in a household where they was holding shit, I I I would seek it harder just because you're trying to keep it from us. Instead of sitting down with your child and actually having real conversations. See, what's what's happening to me, like I said, it's got to be a distraction because is it that you don't want to sit and have a a good conversation with your kid and explain to them what sexual stuff is, what this, because I have people explaining to me about an identity because for the longest, I was like, okay, so like, okay, so I don't understand like uh, Jenner, uh, when he he became, I was like, I don't understand. I mean, so wait a minute, he's still dating women, but wait a minute, he's dressed like, I don't understand. And Kate broke it down to me. She was like it's not about sex it's about identity mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not about who i sleep with it's about identity and that and that makes so fucking much sense you don't have to understand why i feel this way because you're not paying for shit for me you're not paying my bills i'm paying my tax i am doing what i'm supposed to do as a fucking human so i just wonder what is the fucking end game to you making a transgender person illegal. You, you, you just lead into violence. 
You're giving people permission to be violent towards another person. And it just, here's a miracle. Well, you know, there's a, there's one party in the country now who has, who doesn't want to do anything. They, they want to be in power, but they don't want to govern. Hmm. So the only way they could win an election, if you have no policies and no ideas and no way to reach anybody is to start a culture war. Hmm. And those are the people like, oh, let's see who else can whip up against transgender or minorities or whatever. That's the only way they win. What that has to do with progressing, like, uh, you know, states or fixing roads or health care is nothing. Yeah, but so it's, this, it's, it's the sad. only way they can win. So it's about making it more violence, though. Yeah. It's just like you putting a group of yeah. people in fucking. Yeah trouble and that's that's the way you so sad yeah it's very sad instead of just putting instead of just fixing the bottle just fix (sighs) Fix the fucking bottle bottle. yeah (laughs) that's all anybody wants um i don't know if uh i don't know if people know this about leslie but when she travels leslie (laughs) leslie likes amenities and why not if you got the cash why be treated like garbage you know like first class seats airport lounges concierges drivers and her favorite the nice hotel room the boss loves a good hotel room, and myself, I am, I am very happy with, oh, I'm staying indoors this trip? Sweet. I don't need fancy. I need decent. I need practical. These Leslie hotels are very, very nice. Sometimes they're too fancy because no matter how aesthetically beautiful, there's always something quite not right. You know, some fuckery hotel edition, mm. like the Hilton in Richmond. Mm. Great location in town. We get there. The lady behind the desk has no idea who Leslie is. Mm. Kind of hilarious. So then, funny. Then there's some weird early check-in policy that suggests we were supposed to be there the night before. So Lord knows if they charged us to be Probably there did. the night before. We don't even know because their early check-in policy should be way easier in these places. Then they think we're in the same room. Dude. The clock is ticking on your imminent health. <laughs> Read the reservation in front of you before oh, you speak. God. There's two rooms on that. Just as Leslie's about to reach over the counter and quote unquote, <laughs> kill a bitch. They, I, they, I was like, listen, I don't have no patience for this shit. You know I want to go to sleep. They figure it out and ho- suddenly two rooms and my room is gorgeous. But six hours later, I'm getting ready to shower right before the gig. And I realize. There's no hot water in the main shower stall. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I kind of need that. Way less important than, say, I don't know, the sitting room, the double sink, the hair dryer, the yeah. coffee maker, yeah. the coffee table book all about Richmond. Did you know that Richmond has a museum? Who the, the fuck reads exactly. that shit? Then the pillows look nice, but they're not great. The TV jiggles on some of the channels, and the air conditioning system is in the bedroom, which is really loud and keeps going off and on. You guys realize that people come there to sleep, right? All right. But no maid banged on the door at 6 a.m. and the electronic key worked. And you know what? I'll take it. The road, baby. Well, I feel like I feel like you need to understand, like you go in with an expectation. You, you have to understand that hotels and hospitals are the same thing. Yeah, you're not going to get any rest. Yeah. You're not going to. You're just you're just it's not, not going to be the same. And then, too, I tell him, fucking, if you're going to go stay in a hotel, just try to stay in the best. Fo- Why not try to no, stay no, in the I, best? No, no, I agree. I'm just saying that, you know, as I'm good as it is. I'm trying to fucking make him have some class and this <laughs> motherfucker want to sit in, in a shitty room. Motel I'm going to put him in Motel yeah. 6. 
this yeah, is yeah. what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be down the street. I'll be down the street at the Ritz, and we'll leave you at the fucking motel. Sleeping like a baby. Write in some hotel stories, by the way. I think we should hear those. Like fuckerypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it. And I meant to tell you when I was in Atlanta City, when we dropped you off at your room, we was passing the room. They were having sex. Oh, really? It was like, whoa. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. What they? (laughs) Yeah, classy. Exactly. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to The Fuckery. Just remember, any photos or links to this episode will be posted at Fuckery Podcast on Instagram. That's spelled F-C-K-R-Y podcast on all platforms. Send us your listener questions to fuckerypodcast at gmail.com. Letters and voice memos are welcome. If you want to follow me, I'm at Lenny Marcus NYC on all platforms. Follow Leslie at Lesdog. That's L-E-S-D-O-G with three G's on Twitter. Four G's on Instagram and five G's on TikTok. Why, Leslie? Because I'm a motherfucking G, son. Exactly. The fuckery of Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus was created and stars Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. The show is produced by Judith Cargbo. Yes. And our audio engineer in Los Angeles is Jordan Duffy. Duffy. Our NYC audio engineer and board operator is Jared O'Connell. Jared! And New York producer is Anita Flores. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. Music for this show is done by Marina Pais. Pais. This is an Earwolf production. Because the wolf has ears. Yes.